0: Hello, I'm Red. And I'm Tiff. And we're the fashion fashion geeks. Geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little flyer, one outfit. And podcast. At a time. Yes, here we are. Still in quarantine. (laughs) Still at the home studio. I hope I sound a little bit better. The producer said I did. But, uh... I'm just happy that we have someone to interview. <laughs> so <laughs> So we have on the other line. We've been trying to do this for a long time, even as recently as 72 hours ago. <laughs> we got Frank New, but not in the building. We got Frank New in the park. Yes. Frank yeah. New of Man Your style.
1: <laughs>
0: Hi. How are you, Frank?
1: Good, good. How are you?
0: i'm uh i'm hanging in based on the circumstances so Jeez. yeah happy uh happy to be here, not feeling too cooped up here we are we're day four phase two and exciting gonna... yeah. yeah yeah it's I mean, it's,
1: it's, it's interesting some phases
0: yeah <laughs> it's a yeah <laughs> yes we all undergo through phases so yeah, I mean, it really is interesting. And I know you and I had a, an, actually a nice talk that hopefully uh, some of it will reprise here. I mean, let's let's just get right to it. I mean, how are you feeling about phase two? What are you doing? Let's 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 do it.
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, for for me, for phase two, uh, work is still kind of out of the picture. I mean, as of right now, I've booked a job, uh, in August. So there's hope, uh, of some return of work, uh, for me, uh, in August. But, uh, for the most part, I have, um, of most of my business, like I mentioned to, uh, mask making and, uh, which has been an interesting sort of creative process. And, um, uh, like I did not know how to use my sewing machine prior to, uh, <laughs> prior to March and, uh, I had my machine for about two years and I did a, uh, lesson about a year and a half ago and got busy and never went back to it. And then I did a crash course on Zoom for about an hour with a friend and hit the ground running and, uh, that has really turned into, a uh, a thing, uh, for me, uh, in terms of, uh, uh, my time and sort of keeping me busy, uh, uh and uh I mean just even yesterday as of right now I've been asked to create a collection of kid masks for a local boutique in the East Village. Wow. So um it's uh it's it's really turning into a thing that I didn't really imagine. I started out just making a few masks for a couple of friends and that was kind of it. And then it just kind of then those friends had friends and saw those their masks and we're like where did you get that mask i want one (laughs) and uh you know it's really been a lot of like word of mouth and it's turned into uh quite a production uh so that's um that's really the main chakramad uh day is is really uh that and um i have another project uh for mask making as well where someone asked me to uh commissioned me to uh make them um, about ten or fifteen masks with a very specific um fabric. So I'm also working on sort of that project. Uh and uh besides that I'm starting uh thesis prep uh for uh for school and uh starting to wrap my brain around that and narrowing down my topic and um and actually we just had a touch base uh yesterday and it was kind of uh sad to hear that, unfortunately, we will not be returning to campus uh, for the fall. Uh, the entire campus is going to remain shut up, and uh, we return to Zoom. So mm-hmm. um, that, was, uh, that was a little sad to hear, but uh, I get it. And, uh, you know, it's all for our best interest. And, um, yeah, so it's just kind of rolling with the punches and trying to adapt to the very changing world, uh, and, uh, making the best of it.
0: Sure. I actually kind of want to start from the beginning because we talked about this major transition, but let's really describe who you are and what you do. I mean, sure, you're what we call, you know, a multi hyphenate. So, yes. <laughs> you know, you do visual merchandising, you're a prop stylist, you do wardrobe, overall styling, costume set design, event production. So let's talk a little bit about that because to me that'll make it even more dramatic and interesting. How all of a sudden you're like, I got this machine, I got, <laughs> uh, I got to do something. I mean, I made this mask. Yes.
1: Uh. So. So yeah. So it's it's always a it's always a challenge when I meet someone. And they're like, so what do you do? And it's like, well, um, you know, and for me, it really really depends on the day, and that's why I've kind of, uh sort of label myself uh, and I'm set up as a sole proprietorship with the state of New York. So I'm registered and I also um, have my business certified um, through the uh, National Chamber of Commerce, um, LGBT um, Chamber of Commerce, nationally and local, locally in New York. Um, so I'm a part of that network as well. And um, yeah, so my uh, business is, labeled as a fashion and event production company and, uh, into further details on exactly that. So, um, I do interior styling. I do, um, fashion styling as well. I've done, um, some, uh, personal styling too. Um, that's, uh, I would say probably the, the main, uh, percentage of my, uh, sort of businesses is, is set styling and, uh, and events. Uh I work a lot um with um uh home showroom uh called Interiors uh that I get to travel a lot uh and set up shows for various um markets that are happening around the country. Uh and I also um have worked a lot with Bird of Goodman uh as well uh doing uh interior styling home uh mainly working in the home department and um as far as events uh, I do, I've done set design, I produce events, I've done event management. Uh, most, um, one of my longest running uh, sort of gigs was working behind the scenes of New York Fashion Week for 10 years over the course of 20 seasons. And uh, sort of starting out as a um, volunteer when volunteers are still a thing. Uh, many moons ago and uh, sort of worked my way up from that to production assistant to uh, backstage manager. And then uh, my last position doing that was uh, I was running the backstage uh, and doing backstage management for about five years <clears throat> and running the largest venue. So we're seeing about uh, 23 to 25 shows over the course of nine days and, uh, working a lot of hours and sleeping very little (laughs) during that time. Uh, so, and my visual merchandising background spends about 16 years, uh, starting out in Chicago, uh, and, um, visual, visual merchandising was really something that I always knew that, um, was sort of what I wanted to do. I did a lot of things in college, a lot of internships and things like that, and, uh, just hit the ground running, from college on and uh, jumped into events shortly after that. Um, and uh, events really, you know, it really was just fashion week for a long time uh, because that was uh, just sort of a side thing that I enjoyed doing uh, that turned into a career that I really didn't expect. So, um, so yeah, so my event production side is um, a little over 10 years of, of sort of that experience. And yeah, um, yeah, so um that's kind of, uh, sort of the gist. So I have a, and I freelance full time, so I, I work for myself, uh, and that will be, uh, three years, uh, in August of doing that. And, uh, previously I worked, um m- mainly, uh, my, uh, um, focus has been in luxury retail. Uh, I worked for Saks, uh, full time before going on my own, and before that I worked for Neiman Marcus. For about, uh, three and a half years and, um, and so, but, um, getting the opportunity to work on my own, I really have been able to, uh, broaden my, uh, sort of range and, uh, have gotten to work with a vast, uh, n- amount of, uh, clients, uh, not just focused in luxury, but, uh, many categories and, uh, uh, which has been really exciting and I really enjoy having that. Sort of freedom to, um, jump around and, and do a lot of different things because I have that freedom to, uh, to do that as a freelancer. And, um, so, uh, some of my, I guess, uh, most regular clients, uh, you know, again, I work a lot for Birddorf. I also work for, um, Nike and, you know, and I sort of have, uh, uh, quite a few corporate clients, but I also do, uh, work with a lot of, uh, um, several, uh, small, mom and pop boutiques, uh, in New York area. Uh, I have a few, um, shops that I work with in Larchmont that I do window displays for and merchandising. Uh, and I have a wonderful boutique that I get to, um, work with in, uh, Mount Kisco, New York. Uh, and that, uh, those are a lot of fun because, um, I get, um, it's much more, um, uh, full on creativity, which is what I really enjoy, just really being able to create and, um, and sort of make, uh, sort of that visual magic, if you will. And, um, so before going into quarantine, I, uh, some of the jobs I was doing, uh, I worked, uh, sort of around fashion week a little bit, uh, back in February and, uh, I got to travel to the Vegas in, jan- in January to, uh, do a home uh showroom uh reset with our and then uh my last job before going into lockdown was um was doing a hallway installation at uh Birdorf Goodman and uh that was interesting because we did this really amazing set design and home styling and uh just probably one of the best hallways uh in a long time and no one no one got to see it. Uh, so, uh, so it's kind of, uh, you know, I mean, setting it up was really interesting because, you know, it was kind of, uh, leading into going into lockdown and, you know, we're just kind of like going in there each day, kind of doing this setup and, you know, absolutely no one shopping, uh, no one around on the floor. And we're kind of like, this is kind of weird. Uh, don't know what's happening. Um, and, uh, and then getting the word that we, um, is all all vendors were no longer allowed to be on site and then the very next day the entire building shut down and all employees were sent away uh, so um, so it was really sad but and and kind of poetic that we have this beautiful hallway that's just sitting there unseen by anyone um, and um, and then so going into quarantine so I uh, I'm a very creative person I don't like being home. I'm always out and about. I always like to be out doing something or, um, I don't even, I don't own a TV. Um, and, and so, um, you know, I'm just, uh, I like to be out. I like to do stuff and travel I I love to travel. And, um, and so, uh, so yeah, so I don't do well, um, self-contained. So going into quarantine, I mean, I had, um, school, um, through mid May, so that really um, that really helps me um, sort of uh, balance out my time because I not having to, not having work to do, uh, I really was able to focus more on that, which was really great, uh, and really gives that more attention. Uh, and so again, um, to explain, I am back in school for my master's in costume studies at NYU. Uh, and so that's what I'm working uh, on as well, in addition to uh, my small business. Uh, so, so I really, um, really transitioned my time to really focusing on my studies a lot more and got through that. Um, and then sort of in that process uh, is when um, I made a few masks for uh, a few friends and I actually hand, hand-sewed the first few masks because... Um, and sort of had this fear of my sewing machine, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it was just kind of like this machine that sat there and just like afraid to touch it. And, um, uh, and then, yeah. And then I just started getting people who were like reaching out to me, you know, like this mask is great. I really want one. Uh, and then it took a friend of mine in Chicago who was working on the front line, uh, was like, can I get 20? Mm. Uh, like, Oh, (laughs) and then then that's, and then that's when I really was like, okay, so I need to face this fear and, um, make friends with the sewing machine because sewing 20 masks by hand is not going to work. So, um, yeah, so I, I jumped on the zoom call with a friend and did a crash course for about an hour. And, um, you know, the beginning was some trial and error for sure. Um, and, uh, but, uh, I have to say, I, uh, really have gotten into a groove with it and it's really turned into, uh, pretty much a, almost a full-time job uh, at this point, um, with, uh, sort of the orders that are coming in and sort of the requests that I got, I've gotten, uh, recently. And, uh, and so, um, so yeah, so it's really interesting how I sort of, uh, you know, even in quarantine, sort of, uh, finding a voice. In all of this, and finding a way to to be creative and um, and sort of use that energy and um, uh, and you know sort of contribute to the you know the quote war efforts, if you will. And um, so, I have gotten to um, make masks for essential workers, which is really um, really great. And um, my um, sort of my focus with it is not it's not about making money. I literally charge, um, $10 a mask and it's really just to cover shipping expenses and a smidge of fabric costs. Um, so that's really, um, my focus has really been just like making masks, uh, for people, um, so that they have them and, um, and it's all been sort of by donation, uh, as well. And, um, you know, if, Uh, you know, again, my sort of efforts are, you know, it's not, it's not about making money for me. It's just, uh, a creative thing for me to do and to sort of support what's happening and, um, why not do it in style and have a nice, fashionable, fun fabric. Right.
0: Um, Absolutely. so, um,
1: So, yeah, so it's been a really great, uh, sort of way to channel my energy with, with that and, uh, and it's, it's really, I mean, if you had told me back in January that this is where my, my life and my sort of focus would be, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have not, I would have not believed you at all. <laughs> uh, I mean, I literally started the year by jumping into the ocean, uh, at Coney Island and, uh, with several friends doing the, uh, polar bear, uh, plunge and, oh, you know, yeah, and sure. being, and being all like, yes, 2020, a new decade, woo, it's gonna be great. And then we're like, hashtag end scene. Uh, <laughs> 2020, not so much. Um, but um, but I have to say, you know, I have stayed very positive. A big part of uh, from big part of getting through this um, time and sort of keeping a positive outlook has been through fashion and using my voice uh, in that manner as well. Uh, and, um, you know, sort of, um, kind of in an opulent way, but, uh, getting dressed up and, um, from the very beginning of this quarantine. And, uh, if I was going to the grocery store, it was getting dressed up and, um, putting on, putting on, um, you know, my, my finest, um, fashions and, um, going to the grocery store or, getting out for some air and um, and just, uh, you know, and as a result of that, that, you know, what I wasn't expecting and not putting any expectations in that and really just doing it because it made me happy and uh, it kept my mind sort of off of things. And um, what I didn't expect to happen was uh, people, um, sort of the reaction from people and just like the very positive positiveness of that and people, People being like, oh yeah, I can put on some fancy pants or some fancy shoes and go out and about because why not? And, um, so that's, you know, that's been interesting. And also, um, getting photographed, I've, I've gotten photographed quite a few times, uh, just being out, uh, whether it's because of, uh, mask I was wearing or what I was wearing in general, uh, which is, you know, those are things that I, I really didn't think about, uh, doing that you know because it just fashion makes me happy and uh for me it's a, it's another way of channeling my my energy and um so that's been interesting and uh and through that uh as well turned into uh, um, an article that I mentioned uh to you uh that I worked on uh through uh May and it's going to be um it's a special uh clear uh publication that's going to be published by intellect um, books uh hopefully by the end of july um, but um, still tbd as far as when that's going to get published uh but essentially it was um, sort of looking at fashion in the quarantine from uh from a queer lens and i got to uh, collaborate with two others um two um, um, historians uh and uh who did the interview and um, and so uh so that's coming out uh, as well, uh, hopefully sometime by the end of the summer. Uh, so that was another um, sort of project that I got to uh, sort of work on, and um, which has been great. Uh, I really have been really staying busy, uh, which I, I really like. Uh, I like to stay busy, and I like to sort of have things to do. So um, I have, yeah, so I have done, uh, sort of found that um, in, uh, it's been really interesting to, um, during this time to, uh, to just see how, how like days just like, fly fly by. Um, and it kind of blows my mind of like how busy some days can be. And it's like, I'm not even, you know, quote working (laughs) per se. And, um, but, um, yes. So I have, I really have just been really focusing on just making the best. Of it, and really um, trying to keep a positive mindset through it all, and um, not trying to um, think too much into it. Uh, I definitely avoid the news. <laughs> um, I limit that sort of intake of news because, um, you know, as you know, there's um, there's a lot happening. A lot happening. There's a lot of, a lot of things, and uh, and so um, I do try to limit. Sort of my intake on that because that can be, uh, that can really change one's mindset very fast. So, um, you know, I try to keep abreast of sort of, um, what's happening, but, um, at the same time, uh, I prefer to, uh, not spend too much time on, on news channels. So, um, yeah. So for me, it's really been about, um, yes, we're, we are in, you know, a pandemic. Uh, but, um, it's, uh, for me, I'm not, I'm not going to stop living my life. Like I'm gonna, I'm going to take the precautions of course, and do the proper things and, um, you know, and keep myself safe and healthy. But at the same time, um, I'm not going to live in this like fear and, and stop living and stop doing things, um, because of it. Um, so I'm really curious to see how. Things sort of shake out, you know, once things kind of settle down. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting time across the board, uh, in fashion and, and, uh, as well as many categories. Um, so, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of, uh, sort of where I've been and sort of what I'm working on. So, um, right now, you know, like I mentioned, um, I've sort of been commissioned to, uh, sort of make some kids, kid masks, uh, which I hadn't really been doing. But, uh, you know, it's just a different size of fabric. So it's okay. like, all right, let's, uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can, uh, sort of figure that out. Uh, and that's kind of sort of my, uh, um, uh, my thing is just like figuring it out, uh, and, um, you know, just being flexible and, and making things work. So, um, there's that and, uh, another sort of fun project that, it's really kind of taking off as well as uh, a good friend of mine started uh, a little small bedazzle business called He Dazzle. And uh, so we recently decided to collaborate and I make the masks and he bedazzles the mask. Uh, and so um, we started that in the last week, week and a half and we've already gotten about 10 orders uh, from that. Wow. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's it's fun mm-hmm. Uh, In that regard, as well, just like finding other creatives to uh, sort of work with and find ways to collaborate. So
0: So that's funny, funny. Yeah, it's funny. Like when you're talking about the mask, so it clearly just started in my mind as a labor of love for you. And like you said, then it's extended in different ways that you didn't expect. You're going from adult sizes to kid sizes I've seen your stuff obviously on your Insta and on your website specifically. So, you know, nice fabrics. Now some of these fabrics are being bedazzled. So I know for myself and in my newsletter to my clients and friends, I immediately called that masks would be a fashion accessory, unquestionably. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you envision this moving forward? For example, you're doing it for different people. We know you're doing the front line, but I'm also assuming you're doing it for certain brands or certain fashion houses. Like how do you, how do you envision it moving forward as an accessory? Because like you said, you want to be stylish and, and all your patterns are very distinct. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Well, I, I, I definitely feel that masks are the hottest accessory trend of 2020. <laughs> yep. uh, it's really fascinating how that's kind of turned into a thing. And, and really, you know, they are and can be used as a way to highlight your personality. Um, because there's so many ways to do that. There's so many fabric options. And, and if you can't find the perfect fabric, you can turn photos into fabric and make your own. Um So, you know, there's so many ways to sort of make that work. And, you know, and I mean, honestly, you know, it is really looking like masks are not going away anytime soon. They are literally going to be here for a while. And, you know, and sort of my thought process is it's like, if I'm going to have to wear a mask, um, why not make it fun? Um, And, you know, make it work with your outfit or, or make it clash with your outfit in a fun, funky way. Um, you know, if that's your thing, uh, I know for me, I probably, in my personal collection, um, I probably have about, uh, 20. What? Mouse? Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have um, a four week, you have a four, uh, a four business week rotation, four week business <laughs> week rotate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I, you know, I've made, you know, it's sort of kind of, it's sort of dangerous in a way being able to make your own mouse. Sure. Uh, because I have, I have, of course, made uh, some for myself, you know, uh, n- more so in a marketing way uh, of wearing them out and, you know, and sort of striking up the uh, possibility of someone being like, hey, where did you get your mask? And it's like, well, actually, I made it. Uh, so, um, you know, sort of for that purpose, but I've also supported, um, small businesses and other queer businesses, uh, as well. Uh, and, um, you know, which I, 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 find very important, uh, especially during this time, um, supporting small businesses in any way that you can, if you, um, have the means to be able to do it, uh, even if it's little, small purchases, um, I find that very important, in this day and age, uh, to, um, to do that. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I have a mix of masks, uh, I've made as well as, um, all from small businesses. I, um, sort of refuse to buy any masks from, uh, any, uh, like real corporate, uh, sort of stores because, um, yeah, I uh, just prefer to support the small business guys and gals for now.
0: Right. Now, it's funny you say that when phase four enters, you'll literally be able to go back into like a Bergdorf's or, you know, whomever in terms of a big box, you know, mm-hmm. a, you know, a mainstay client. So do you plan to let them know about this side hustle? Because, you know, that could be another another revenue connection for you.
1: Yes, this is true. Um Yeah, I um I definitely, it, it's definitely one of those things where, um, and, and too in clients that I work with, um, uh, I, uh, it's definitely a way that I can be like, Hey, you know, do your teams need masks? And, um, yeah, it definitely can be uh, a conversation. Um, and I think more so with, um, um, I feel, uh, client kind of like a bird dwarf might be a little bit sort of harder to, uh, but, um I mean, it could definitely could be an internal thing where um uh getting the opportunity to make make masks uh for team especially uh with stores uh and living on the lower east side like there's a lot of um shops and things of that nature so I, I definitely feel there's there's opportunity to sort of go in um and um explore um because teams are going to need masks and right. uh And so, um, so yeah, so figuring out ways to do like custom, you know, cause uh, a lot of places will want uh, sort of logos or things of that nature. So it'll be a little bit of logistics, uh, sort of figuring that out, but it's completely doable. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I feel that, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of avenues to sort of explore. Uh, with it and, um, expanding it. And it's really, it's really mind blowing of, you know, sort of how this is, what this is trying to get to, um, that I really didn't, did not expect, you know, uh, thinking that I'm just going to make a few masks for a few friends. And <laughs> here I am with like three different collaborations happening right now and orders literally coming in just through it every day. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm very curious to see sort of where it goes and where it leads to um, because I definitely feel that um, it's, it's not going away anytime soon. And uh, you know, you can, you can complain about it or you can have some fun with it and have a fun mess.
0: Right. So from an output standpoint, you're a, you're a one man wrecking crew right now. So yes. in terms of the orders and in terms of us, you know, having our fingers crossed about what's going to happen from a productivity standpoint, do you sense that, like, for example, you're handling now, do you think you'll constantly be able to just be this one person show for the mass?
1: I would, uh, I mean, I, I would definitely love to sort of add on an assistant uh if possible. Um, cause it would be, uh, cause it is, it's a, it's quite a process of uh, sort of a, cutting cutting all the patterns and uh uh doing that and like sizing everything adding any custom you know it is very um time consuming time consuming and that's kind of how uh sort of to give you an idea of of how sort of i operate now it's like usually i will spend an entire day just cutting patterns uh, Mm. um and just create stacks of uh fabrics uh that are ready to go because and then spending a day sewing everything. And because um, it's also it's like cutting the elastic or cutting ties as well. So, you know, it's although it's a relatively simple pattern to sew, uh, there's several moving parts in it that are very time consuming um, with um, with it. And so. So, yeah, so definitely uh, it takes me it takes me, you know, some time to sort of turn around. Uh, larger, larger, uh, orders, uh, and so I do feel that, um, if things continue to sort of expand, uh, and continue to sort of move, uh, uh forward, uh, I would definitely love to explore adding an assistant, uh, just, you know, having someone, uh, to, uh, even just like cut fabrics while you sew or, uh, some you know along those lines would definitely be uh great, and something that i I do hope that I can explore
0: and in terms of fabric, is this all fabric that you just happen to have in the house Frank like what's
1: <laughs> um so um so s- sewing has been uh something that i've I've wanted to sort of take on for quite some time, but you know as we know, life gets busy and um and so i uh I guess I've, I've had my sewing machine probably. I guess it's been about two years, and it was like one of those things. Like I'm going to buy the sewing machine, and I'm going to have a lot of fun with this, and I'm going to make stuff. And when I had my website redone about a year and a half ago, um, I had the graphic designer create a shop page for me, like thinking that you know I'm going to I'm going to turn stuff out, and it's going to be great. Right. And then life got busy, and never went back to it. And so I've had the shop page on uh, sort of you know, in the, on the side just kind of waiting and, you know, and I have this banner on my website, like, shop page coming soon <laughs> and I, for a very long time, uh, which I completely forgot about. And then uh, it was actually uh, uh, two days ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I need to uh, edit that. And so I, I finally was able to change this banner on my website that's no longer coming soon uh, <laughs> that uh, you can actually shop now on my website. And so that was that was tremendous, I have to say, uh, and sort of streamlining, streamlining, lining things uh, up, uh, getting that onto my website because I was getting orders from all sorts of avenues, from Facebook Messenger, Instagram uh, Messenger, text messaging, and so that was very difficult to manage, uh, and sort of like trying to keep everything together was <laughs> was very challenging, and that too, you know, again would be something really great. Um, having an assistant sort of organize that sort of piece of it too, and keeping that organized. Um, and so, and I moved everything online, uh, just about two weeks ago, uh, is when I uh, finally made the switch. So that has helped tremendously because now it's like I have everything into my inbox, um, and it's all oh, in one place, which is, <laughs> which is amazing. And um and so yeah, so I you know, again, so I got this machine and thinking that I was gonna like jump into this, I did a I did a sewing lesson and then yeah, just never uh went back to it. And so um so yeah, so it's just uh it's it, yeah, it's been an interesting process and I'm and I'm glad and I'm, that uh I finally sort of face up here and um and now, you know, I've, I've made, uh, I've made a couple of tote bags as well, some kind of like exploring other things other than, uh, mask making, uh, and then in terms of fabric. So when I bought this sewing machine two years ago, I like went, went in and like, uh, I bought many yards of fabric from uh, a lot from Joanne fabrics, uh, but some locally. As oh well. yeah. 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 I know that's far Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was sitting on, uh, quite a few, um, fabric choices, uh, going into this that I just have never used. And I have this really great sort of sequin fabric. that was like a comic sort of, uh, looking fabric. And, um, and, and so, yeah, so, um, several of my mask options right now, um, are of these fabrics that I had been sitting on for quite some time that I just never used. Uh so it's been great to really put those, those to use and I'm happy to say that some of those fabrics are now retiring, uh, because I have
0: used
1: <laughs> them. <laughs> so that's really um uh, that's really cool to see. Um and you got capsule um, collections. Yes, yeah. Uh and uh and because I got these fabrics so long ago, like likely these fabrics um will not be able to uh be replenished. So that's kind of a cool thing that with some of these um, masks that are being made. It's truly a limited number and that's probably going to be it. And, um, and then additionally, um, I have stocked, you know, because I have been making more masks, I have stocked, uh, uh, more fabric options because, um, variety is
0: the spice of life
1: and, uh, people want options. So, um, majority of my fabrics I have purchased from small shops on Etsy.
0: Oh, uh, that makes sense.
1: So, mm-hmm. so that's been um, majority. Uh, now that things are um, opening a bit more, uh, I hope to maybe get some fabrics locally here in New York City. Um, there was one shop uh, near me on the Lower East Side that was open um, because she was designated um, a supplier for mask making. Uh, and so her fabric store was uh, allowed to be open. Uh, and it was, and there's quite a few fabrics that was actually around me on the Lower East Side, but she was the only one that was open. And, uh, so I have gotten, uh, you know, again, supporting those local businesses. Um, I was able to do that and, uh,
0: yeah. So now majority what, from that city. What materials are they? Uh, are they all cotton or I can't the recall?
1: are, uh, majority of them are cotton. Uh, I do have some, um, uh, sequin fabrics, uh, as well, and some like mermaid sequin, uh, which are a little fun, and, uh, and I have like a denim option, but, um, those are, those are not, uh, and I have a couple of spandex, uh, options as well, so. Wow. and That I always, uh, sort of, um when, when ordering masks, I was, uh, very upfront about. Sort of the materials, and um, but majority majority of them are cotton. I have about about forty five fabrics now um, to sort of choose from. Uh, majority are cotton though, which is the is most ideal, especially for um, right now and in, into summer. Um, right. Whereas the sequin ones, yes, they are very fun and, and fabulous, but um, <laughs> those are not quite as breathable. Everything uh that I have always has a cotton uh back uh to it. So even if it's a, uh a sequin um fabric, uh it will always have a cotton uh back to it, which is, you know, again, that's really great uh sitting on the face. Um but uh yes, mermaid mermaid um fabric options are not quite as breathable. Okay. <laughs> so more 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 ideal for the fall and winter.
0: Right. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that's for your fall-winter line.
1: Exactly. So, (laughs) things to move into.
0: So, how is it as a business prior to the pandemic, you know, prior to you making masks? You know, I know you have these certifications, and, you know, for you, it's probably a rhetorical question, but I would just like to understand better. So, you know, first, when I just saw the acronym itself, I was like... I don't know how these guys pronounce this. I'm just, okay. So, you know, NGLCCNY, which obviously is the National LGBT Chamber of Commerce. Yep. So, you know, my point is I understand the need to have these organizations as African-American, clearly. But what I just want to understand is how have these organizations helped you in your business? And, you know, why do you feel important to have that, you know, that stamp, you Mm -hmm. know, on your website, so to speak?
1: Um, well, I find it to be a great resource um, as a small business that is um, associated with them. Um, I'm listed on uh, their websites and um and searchable um, through that. Um, and they have really great networking opportunities and, you know, not just networking opportunities, but um, they give you uh, ways to sort of pitch your business and which allows you to be in front of, um, uh, other, uh, sometimes larger companies that otherwise you may not, uh, exactly have the opportunity to sort of get to do, um, sort of on your own. Um, and, uh, and so that's, that's really neat, uh, sort of having that, uh, sort of ability, um, you know, whereas like, yes, you may be able to, uh explore like trying to get those sort of opportunities on your own uh but likely could um take you a bit longer maybe uh or not even uh and so that's really great um and the, you know and they do uh i mean more i mean everything's virtual now but um they do quite a quite a bit of events um just sort of um connecting connecting you to sort of other businesses that complement you uh, as well as um, sort of figuring out ways to uh, bring businesses together that um, can utilize my services or I can utilize their services and um, so they do a really good job of sort of um, keeping keeping people uh, and businesses sort of uh, connected and um, you know and they're really great uh, to uh, it's a really great way to uh, get connected and um you know if you um if they're uh they have their businesses uh that they partner with sort of listed on the website and um uh there are individuals within sort of the organization that can make connections for you that can or introductions um and um which could lead to something or you know it may not lead to anything but sure. um in the beginning but um they really do uh, a great job of sort of laying the groundwork for you to, uh, explore and, um, and being a new business, uh, I find it, I have found it to be, uh, sort of a great resource. Um, and, um, I have made some great connections. Uh, I can't say that I've, I really have gotten sort of any work, um, per se through it quite yet. Um, but, um, I have made some really great uh sort of connections and um it's uh also allowed me to um, really fine tune and um, think about sort of like the the services that I um, sort of provide and um, I hopefully will soon be participating in a uh, an event where um, I get to pitch sort of my business which is um, it's really a great opportunity to uh sort of get your feet wet with um, uh, learning how to, um, really get your business even more out there and, uh, which then, you know, during this sort of event, uh, in return, you get a lot of feedback on sort of, uh, sort of what to work on, on, um, and, uh, and how to better, um, present yourself so that you can ultimately, uh, be even more successful in your adventures. So.
0: Right. So really, it's a platform of access and opportunity. Yes, for yeah, sure. Which is Yeah, which is important. That's a wonderful segue because I'd like to get your thoughts on two things that I think re- are related. How do you feel? I remember last year, Tiff and I, we did, and maybe you remember this, we did an episode about Pride Week mm-hmm. in fashion. So, you know, you you represent that. So who better to ask? How do you feel like, for example, on my Instagram feed, I follow Converse and Converse, you know, like it or lump it, you know, to their credit, what have you, you know, just seeing everything in terms of special kicks that they have, special colorways for pride. My point is, you know, from an African-American man to a gay man, how do you feel about fashion brands and pride? I know it's a very general question, but how do you how do you feel about it? Do you, you know, do you feel kind of like what's happening now with Black Lives Matter that people are just jumping on? Do you do you really feel it's a legitimate, uh, you know, outreach, you know, through marketing, through their brands? So I'm, I'm giving you wide, you know, wide berth here.
1: So I have to say uh, I have to say with last year's pride, uh, especially with it being the 50th anniversary of, um stonewall line um everyone it felt it felt like everyone was jumping on the on the bandwagon just because of uh of that and it was really hard to tell who was genuinely genuinely uh interested in um supporting it and and who was just like just jumping on the bandwagon just putting up pride uh rainbows in their window because <laughs> well everyone else is doing it because uh, they really felt like that, especially in New York. Like, it just felt like uh it just felt like pride on speed last year, because it was just like, everywhere you looked, there was just, uh, you know, everything was covered in rainbows. And it's like, <laughs> really? Because I've never seen you post windows with, or have rainbow decals in your window before, so um it has been interesting. Uh, I think um, you know, Converse, um, that, um, sort of that approach, I think, uh, has been neat because it, it Yeah. Uh, I, it's a really, um, it's a really great way to, uh, and they allow you to customize and, and do, you know, really make your own, which I think is a great way of self-expression, uh, especially in this time and day right now, especially with, the you know, the Black Lives Matter, um, sort of, uh, uh, Events happening. Um, it's. Uh, I think even more so now. I think having that freedom to sort of uh, create your own thing, um, and right now, you know, and just really, you know, finding your, you know, not everyone is able to protest. So, um, you know, I think having having something that, having having something like converse where you can uh, customize your 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 shoes and and really make. Uh, really make it your own uh, expression of, of yourself um, I think it's really great that they sort of offer that um, but I do, I definitely feel that there are um, I don't feel that everyone that is on this Pride bandwagon uh, is completely legit in their um, uh, sort of marketing if you will, so I, I do say that you um, you do have to be you know, sort of cautious and sort of like, do your research on, on what you're seeing and, and, uh, and, you know, especially as we have seen, you know, recently with, um, you know, many, um, uh, I, I, so I, I think right now with everything that's happening with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, you're really seeing, uh, a lot of brands' true colors, if you will. Uh, and you're really finding out who, who really supports and who's just adjusting policies because, you know, they feel it's, they have to, not because they want to or they really are, are genuinely interested in, uh, and the movements that are happening. Um, so, um, you know, and I, I think going through this, like quarantine and lockdown, the really neat thing is that we all get a way to, choose how we want to uh, live going forward and we get to choose you know because we have experienced this thing where like the entire world has shuttered and so now is the opportunity to decide how you want to proceed and how you want to support businesses going forward uh, and so I think it's crucial to do your research on, uh, on brands and, and companies and, and really find out, uh, sort of their uh, if they are genuine and what they're saying and, and doing and promoting, uh, because they don't feel that, uh, everything that you see is exactly what it is. Um, I, I definitely feel that there are a lot out there that are truly supporting, you know, the movements that are happening right now. Um, But not all. So I would just say do your research and, um, and, uh, kind of go from there and make, make your, make your thoughts, uh, sort of around that and sort of what you find. Um, but I definitely, I, and I think it's great that, um, you're really seeing companies' true colors, uh, even more so right now and, and really what they stand for, which is great. Uh, and then you really, you get to make the decision on how you choose to support or not support them.
0: Right. I know. I totally agree. I mean, I feel for myself, I can't speak for you, but you know, to me, supporting black business is supporting my business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, Yes. um, so,
1: you know, And, and that's, that's exactly where I'm at as well. Like, um, and and sharing the information uh which is something that I do and I find that important like I may not have the means um, to purchase something but um I think there's power in sharing that information and 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 that's really something that I've been using my platform on Instagram to do is is um sharing you know when people have really made some great posts about uh, black owned businesses and um you know, across, you know, every category. And so whenever I see those things and I search for those things as well, I always make it a point to uh, try to share that information because I do feel it's even more important right now, specifically not just supporting small um, businesses, but um, supporting the uh, black owned businesses um, and just, um, and shopping, you know, if you can and if you can't share the information that is, that is crucial as well. And getting those, Getting those names of businesses out there, uh, and just making, making it known, uh, for, for your followers and, and, and for your audience, um, and, and really trying to support, uh, that is very important.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I know, you know, in sense from, you know, always watching on Insta. And like you said, you, you are out there, Frank. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you, you are, you, you are living your life. Man, I'm watching your Insta and I'm in my four walls and you are, you are out there with your mask making it happen. Yes. But my, my, my point is, is I bust on you, you know, ultimately what we're segueing right now is the political and I know you are very much so. And I, I saw one of your, your posts and your post was about, you know, the protests this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, again, I'm going to give you wide berth again. Just want to, you know, just want to know what, you know, what you're about about that. Clearly, you're speaking truth to power, but I'm just, you know, I'm just really curious. It was really cool to see and, uh, speak on it, if you will.
1: Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so this weekend, uh, there are, I mean, there's, for the most part, I mean, there's, there's marches happening every day, but, Two that right. I'm particularly uh very excited about uh participating in uh Friday night the uh drag march will be happening uh starting from Tompkins Tompkins Square Park uh and marching towards uh Stonewall. Uh and so of course um the theme of that is getting dressed up in drag, uh which is what I plan to do. Um more to be revealed on that. Uh <laughs> I'll be tomorrow waiting tomorrow evening. <laughs> um, but of course, uh, all are welcome uh, to join. You don't necessarily need to be uh, in Dragon. I know they're going to be doing um, virtual things as well. So there are uh, different ways that you can participate uh, if you don't feel quite comfortable uh, being in person uh, or if you don't live in the city. Uh, but I am very excited to uh, participate in that. Uh, and then on Sunday, uh, the Queer Liberation March, which will be focused on um uh uh black lives black and black trans police, lives yes and police uh, brutality uh and uh so yeah so that's happening on Sunday uh starting in uh Foley Square at 1 p.m. uh and of course you know there's no pride parade this year so um the queer liberation march uh and the whole purpose of the queer Liber- liberation march was sort of designed to be the opposite of what the pride parade is. Uh, and, uh, you know, cause the, you know, again, you know, like what we discussed, the pride parade is very commercial. And, uh, the queer liberation March is the exact opposite of that. It's, it's not about commercial. It's not about any of that. It's about the true roots of the, the Stonewall riots that happened, uh, over 50 years ago. And, uh, and that's what it's about, returning to those roots of, of pure protest and march. And, uh, so yeah, so I will be participating, uh, in that as well. And I'm sure wearing something very festive, uh, for Sunday as well. So again, stay tuned on that. Uh, you know, cause again, fashion, uh, for me is a way to, uh, to use my voice, uh, in those, in those ways as well. And Absolutely. So,
0: um, Absolutely. Fashion, um, fashion is political.
1: Yes, and, you know, and I, I uh, you know, recently, you know, which I thought was really great, uh, there was the, uh, in Harlem, um, and it was actually uh photographed uh, by Vogue, and ended up. Yeah, in
0: other we got to talk about that. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get that brother on. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, actually, based on that, I'm going to have to do that today. <laughs> so. Yes. And yeah. maybe you I have a connection, so too. But, yeah, I totally I totally want to have uh, one of those brothers uh, on. Man, Frank, we got we got so much to talk about, but we got to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. But I, I definitely think that he would. That would be a great conversation to have. I loved yeah. that, like seeing those those guys and getting dressed up. So.
0: Yeah, I as well. Frank New, man, your style. you have been trying to do this for a long time. I really appreciate the time.
1: Yes, same. I'm glad that we were able to finally connect and and do this. So,
0: Absolutely. I'll see you on the other side, bro.
1: See you on the other side. Chat with you soon. Thank you.
0: Always be fly.